welcome to episode 95. That's right, you guys, 95. We are almost to 100 of the TDR Now podcast. Um, this is the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and on facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweetsLove. And I'm drinking my Chew High. I'm trying to get into summer, but there's so much homework for children, so it's hard. Um, joining me today is the very handsome, the very dapper, Chris. Are you getting oh. into summer, Chris? What's going on with you? Um, I think summer's into me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's how it feels, doesn't it? That's... Like that humidity is like seeping into every crevice. <laughs> it's so true. It's been so hot the past few days. And I would, because um, I live about a 10 minute bike ride from the train station. So if I need to go anywhere, I ride my bike. And by the time I get to where I need to go, I'm just like a puddle of sweat already and oh. it's like i haven't even gotten to where i need to go <laughs> so. but you're getting a nice tan i'm sure um yeah for the most part i have some bad tan lines but i i'm gonna work on that eventually <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah i am the uh chief content editor of a tdr explorer and besides sweating and having terrible tan lines um, i'm also eating a lot of the food at the parks lots of food there's always there's always good things <laughs> to eat and you can follow me on my personal twitter and instagram and i recently changed this and it's now explorer nelge and that's explorer n-i-l-g-h-e and that's my last name so um and i just you know, post non-disney stuff on those i try i I try to keep the Disney stuff on TDR Explorer as best as possible. I'm kind of missing your old name. It, it, it was time. It was time to, to, <laughs> to change that name. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the show, we're going to quickly talk about Patreon. Big thank you to everyone who is already contributing to Patreon. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome and i've i've actually noticed uh we got a few more people that um have actually signed up recently so thank you so much for that and i hope you're enjoying some of that bonus content um if you'd like to contribute to our patreon uh, you can go to patreon.com slash tdr now and i also put a sh uh, link in the show notes and we do give you some perks if you uh pledge a certain amount of money uh, if you pledge $5 or more, you will get access to our episodes 24 hours in advance of everybody else. And who doesn't love early access? And if you pledge $15 or more, you will get access to our bonus episode that is only for our Patreon, Patreon patrons that are pledging $15 or more. Nobody else will get this. And 
you will get access to one per month, and you'll also get access to the previous months as well. So we already have six already, so there's tons of content there already. And another one uh, that we actually we just fulfilled, um, if you pledge $75 or more, uh, you can tell Patricia and I what to eat at the park. So if you want us to go to a certain restaurant and try something out, you can get us to do that. And the best part about this $75 pledge, you can do it for the one month just to get us to eat something. Then you can downgrade it to something else like the $15 or the $5. So you don't have to keep paying the $75 every month. You could just do it once and then go back down. And that's the beauty of Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash TDR now. All right. So what are we talking about this episode? Oh, no, I'm kind of excited that we've got some new patrons. That means I think we're getting closer to the goal of that extra episode. Oh, yeah, I forgot about I forgot about our, our, our new goal, the $500 goal, right? I'm excited, man. I'm like, yeah, I want to record it. So, yeah, if we get our Patreon up to $500 a month, we will record an extra 30-minute episode that everybody will get. And we will... Um, answer questions for 30 minutes in this episode so you can ask us whatever you want and we'll just answer them it doesn't really doesn't necessarily have to be disney related either it could be stuff about japan or hong kong or shanghai so all right so topics today we've got a crowd forecast of course mm-hmm. the much beloved <laughs> crowd forecast <laughs> the much beloved <laughs> Um, We've actually got some really cool news uh, coming up both inside and outside of the resort that we're going to talk about. Um, We're also going to be talking about, speaking of news, um, the new D23 event that's coming to Japan. And we're going to go into all the details. You went and you you trudged through that website. Because let me tell you, I took a look at that website and I was like, nope, because the way it's organized is such a headache. I looked at the information I wanted, and then I I quickly got out. But you went through everything and translated it um, for the people that visit TDR Explorer and for the listeners. So uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, Thank you for for doing that, by the way. Um, We're also going to do, of course, our park tip and our listener questions. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So first up, we have... Uh, we have our news, our news, news, news. We, <laughs> so we're not even done. Like, we just started summer, and we already know what some of the Halloween goods are going to be already. You know, I um, <laughs> I think uh, maybe the, the people in the, the holiday department, the Halloween department, maybe they're a little bit like me, that um, once the first month of summer is over, I start my halloween countdown and i start thinking about costumes and about decorations and i feel like disney also gets that halloween information out there really quickly um so people can start getting excited about all the halloween stuff to come and it looks pretty exciting what do you think uh the only stuff i've seen um was all the duffy merchandise Stuff the, like, they had some other the stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, was it was it the full list or did they just do like a teaser? They had a lot. They had a few different pages. Um, mm. I looked at 
the character costumes just to get an idea of the theme. Um, I got up to page three, which I think was Stella Lou, and I'm not sure what was after that because I was like, ah, I'm on the train. I got to go. But um, I like the candy theme this year. Oh, I like that. I'm really digging it. I'm, you know, whenever they go into candy, I'm like, oh, Halloween and candy. Hello. You know, I can't eat it right now, but it's so good, <laughs> you know. And um, I love, I, you know, I'm a Gelatoni fan, but I love what they're doing with Stella Lou's costumes. Mm. You know, I like they have one where she's wearing this really cute, like, like bobble necklace. And um, her little mini version, her, her cell phone strap version is like all black and um, like a cute little black tutu and everything looks really cool. Oh, so I, I guess this is like the first time Stella Lou's actually getting like a different outfit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because she got... Well, I guess we didn't get anything for Summer for any of the characters. No, no, no. I mean, did we? No, I don't think we did. No. Yeah, I think we got for... Yeah, there was nothing for Summer, but for Tanabata Days, all we got were two keychains, like two plush keychains with Duffy and Shelly May and Tanabata Day Yukata. I'm wondering if next it. year we'll have the debut for Gelatoni and um, Stella Lou for their Tanabata stuff. Ooh, that's a good question. Wouldn't that be super cute? Like, I can imagine Stella Lou's outfit would be adorable. Be and very gel- elegant. <laughs> super elegant. Like, I like, I just, it's so, so cute. And Gelatoni would be very, you know, like, fashionable and cool and cute. <laughs> As he always is. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, we'll have we'll have all the information on our website too, so you can go check out all the pictures, all the pictures of the Halloween goods that we're already looking at. <laughs> I still gotta get over that. It's not even August yet. You know they've been killing it with the the design for the merchandise lately, and um, with Halloween they had besides the Duffy and and friends, <laughs> Duffy and friends. That's what we're calling it now, right? Besides those goods, they had um, some of the accessory goods and stuff already announced. Um, and it's looking really, really adorable. So yeah, check it out, you guys. And then we have, um, this is outside the park, the, the Imagining the Magic um, exhibit, which is, which is free. And it's this like gallery show, and it, it it started on July 21st, and it only goes until August 9th. So it's a very short window. So hopefully you're here during that time. You can go check it out, and it's at the Fuji Film Gallery at Tokyo Midtown, which is in Roppongi. I have to go check this out before it's gone. <laughs> I really want to check it out too. Like I was looking at some of the photos that they had in the announcement, and um. They're just so whimsical and fun, and to get to see them in person, I think would be really great. I like I, I like the whole imagining the magic line that they've been doing with this. Like, yeah, that they they sold some goods in the park with this, like imagining the magic, I guess theme on it. Like they had the like the camera strap mm-hmm. or like the camera. Well, it's a strap, but it's like a scarf. I don't know what what you call it. <laughs> yeah, what what is like a like a sling? I get, yeah, a camera sling. I I guess yeah, that's a better word for it. Camera sling. Um yeah, they had like a bunch of camera slings and there was um like that gigantic poster with all the characters on them. That was actually really cool. Mhm. I wonder dude, is it still at the park? Like can you still buy it? 
You know, uh-huh. I saw these pictures and then the same thing came to my mind. And also, the other day I saw somebody with um, a parasol and it was an Imagining the Magic parasol. And I was like, oh, when did they release that? Was that from like the early release? Or was it from, I don't think it was the newer release. I'm like, when did they release that? I'm like, oh, I wish I had bought that because it looks so cool, you know? Um, yeah. So I was kind of wondering the same thing. We have to go and kind of check it out, right? <laughs> There's so much merchandise, it's it, it's almost impossible to kind of keep up with it all. Yeah, it really is. So much stuff. But make sure you do check out Imagining the Magic, the free gallery, um, if you are in Tokyo. So And it's free, and who doesn't love free? You can save that money to, you know, buy more merchandise. Buy more Chip and Dale merchandise from the summer. There you go. That's (laughs) what you can do And save for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Save it for Halloween. There we go. That's a good one. Buy both. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of merchandise, Star Jets. Star Jets is coming to an end. But that means we get some, we're getting some merchandise. So that's, you know, I guess a good consolation prize i'm I'm digging the merchandise i'm not digging you know that that line uh it takes it takes some time (laughs) especially when the summer crowds start ramping up and my son is yet in another state of devastation (laughs) 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 so he lost storm rider he's still sad about like he still is sad about storm rider i'm like what's your favorite disney sea attraction and he's like storm rider i'm like that's not there anymore <laughs> you know and then he lost um the the grand prix raceway um and now every time we go to the parks he's like mommy star jets star jets and i'm like okay <laughs> so we've been doing that <laughs> but uh, in summer it's kind of tough <laughs> Um, but yeah, and the the merchandise, like you said, um, is very retro. Looks very good. Star Jets forever. <laughs> um, and um, when you ride, um, I for what is the last day? Uh, October tenth. If you ride um, from now until October tenth, you get a sticker like uh, saying that you rode it one uh, last time, which is kind of cool. And they give away those like um, those mementos, so you can always remember the attraction you know i we we have you and i had that that thing going on where we had like um we were riding the grand prix raceway and we had so many of the goodbye postcards you know so now it's a maybe we should do another competition for the for star jets the stickers oh the star jets is harder that wait time is i feel like way harder than the race cars you know it gets up there I it really does like, a, like 60 minutes sometimes like that's <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot, especially when you're not, you know, there's nothing to see in the queue except people watch. I guess people watching is entertaining, though. That's true. <laughs> uh, the uh, The merchandise is called Star Jets, The Final Mission. <gasps> and they have a couple things. So they have a pin. So that's good. So if you're a Disney pin collector, you're probably going to want to get that. It has the dates on it. It says April 1983. To October 2017. Wow. So, yeah, that, that was an original opening day attraction. So yeah. we're losing another one. <laughs> um, yeah. And they have this uh, patch badge. I like those a lot. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, then they have the ride vehicle as a Tomica car. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. cute. You need uh, that. <laughs> do I? You do. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't need it. I I feel like for for us, because like my son, 
like has always collected them. Like I want him to have the last ride vehicle, you know, to kind of keep for his memories. <laughs> That's fair. You know, memento. It's so cool, like to have like a little miniature model of the of the attraction, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there is a postcard and also a clear holder set. That's what I need. My clear file. <laughs> <laughs> so many. There's so many of those. I have so many. Um. Oh, and speaking of like this kind of merchandise, I noticed the other day they actually still have a uh, Grand Circuit Raceway merchandise left over. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, it was in... The one I saw it in was uh, whatever the gift shop... Planet M? Mm-hmm. I think it was called in, in uh, Tomorrowland. They had... Like, it It was like... Um, it was right beside the register. And there was, you know, just like one little section with like a little bit of it left. Like, oh. like It wasn't like there was a lot left, but there was still some left. So if you're going to the Disneyland anytime soon, so make sure you check planet m if you want some grand circuit raceway merchandise they still have some left it's also a good place to do the the gacha 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 the gacha phone machine what is it called the capsule machine yeah because like the main one is in toontown and the line at planet m is not as large mm. you know That's is true. it planet m or is it the other store is it um it's I think a it's stitch co- store the stitch store is cosmic and Kotska. Something. Darn it, you're right. It's like Cosmic in- Encounter, I think. Yeah. Planet Something M like is the that. one. Planet M's attached to Buzz, Light- Buzz Lightyear. Yes, they're across from each other. Darn it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Gatchapon machine is in the Cosmic ex- Cosmic Explorers? No. <laughs> I want to call it Explorer because, like, we're explorers. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right. Crowd forecast time? Yeah. Crowd forecast time. All right, so we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp, where you can check crowd forecast information up to six months in advance. And the best part is they have it available in English. So it's tdrnavi.jp. And this crowd forecast is for August, the week of August 7th, 2017. So... We are now in summer crowd mode. The huh. lowest the lowest is going to be is about 70 during the week. 70 out of 100. So that is busy for a weekday. Yeah. That is that is borderline weekend crowds. And then the weekend crowds start early. They start on Friday, August 11th because that is a national holiday, which is Mountain Day. And it's going to be hot. It's going to be crowded. And they are predicting that August 11th, 12th, and 13th, the parks are going to reach capacity. That's what they're predicting. Not too sure if that's going to happen, but summer, you never know. It's quite possible. Summer gets very, very busy. So if you're visiting during those dates, uh, make sure you get there early and have your tickets bought ahead of time to save yourself headache headaches and bring bottled water lots of water Good. yeah and ride this ride the mountains because it's mountain day <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go space mountain big thunder mountain um can we call journey to the center of the earth kind of a mountain ride i'll accept it it's a volcano 
close enough. Close enough. <laughs> well, it's Mount Prometheus, right? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our D23. Wow, it's um, that time already. I know. It just feels like yesterday that we were doing D23 2015. <laughs> and that was so much fun, you know? It, it was. I enjoyed that a lot. I think I think we definitely have to do another podcast from there. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good idea. What is what is the D23 Expo Japan 2018? Um, well, it's Japan's version of D23. <laughs> basically <laughs> what it is. Um, this is the third time that they're doing it. So we haven't been doing it for very long. And it happens... It's been happening every three years, mm-hmm. I think is the pattern now. Yeah. So the first, like, the last one was 2015, and the one before that was 2000, and wasn't it 2013, though? Uh, you know, I can't remember these things anymore. It was something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. summer, and my mind is melted. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is the, the third one, and there's going to be um, presentations, most of it's going to pertain to the resort here, for the most part. And we will go over in detail about that. And tickets as well. And this is running from Saturday, February 10th until Monday, February 12th, 2018. So we still got a little bit of time before it happens. It's an exciting time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I remember when we went... It was just like so much fun back in 2015. We had the like they announced the um, like the costumes and the theme song for the 15th anniversary for Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. Um, and they had like tons of merchandise. Um, I don't remember the other panels, but that's okay. <laughs> they had um, like a Broadway panel, which is really cool. Like for the musicals and oh, yeah. um, and there was a there was a exhibition that had all the costumes from past shows. Yeah, the the that that was actually one of my favorite parts, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, the exhibitions they had were really really nice, and even if we wouldn't have gotten a ticket, if we don't get a ticket to get into one of the shows this year, I'm sure we will. But if we didn't, um, just being able to go to the exhibitions, I think, would be fantastic because they're so well done. And you mm-hmm. get to see all those those little secret Disney things that they bring out from, like, you know, the storage, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that part. It's amazing. How D23 works is uh, they use the Maihama Amphitheater, which is right beside the Disney Ambassador Hotel. Um, and then they also use um, the hotels as well. They have, uh, like, these halls. And all the hotels that they use. So they'll have like the different presentations and um, exhibits and stuff happening there. So it's resort wide. Um, There's nothing in the parks themselves. It's just everything's at Tokyo Disney Resort, but outside the park. Parks. Um, So there are presentations over the three days. And we can quickly go over these. And some of them I'm really looking forward to. Um, so on Saturday, February 10th, um, there is the D23 Expo Japan 2018 opening ceremony. 
I don't know what they're going to do for that, but, you know, opening ceremony, sure. Uh, there is the Lucasfilm and Marvel Studios presentation. So we're going to get latest news from Star Wars and the Marvel franchises. And um, I'm sure we're going to get stuff on the new Han Solo movie and maybe some of the stuff on the Avengers and all that. So um, if you're a fan, you're definitely probably definitely probably should. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to want to check that out. I kind of um, want to check it out. And then, and then, so there's a special concert happening. This is the jewel of our event, I think. So Alan Menken himself is doing a special concert that is specifically for this expo. So we don't know too many details, but all we know is he's creating this concert just for the Japan Expo, the Expo Japan. That's so amazing. That, that is awesome. And that is, oh, oh my goodness, like we need to see it. <laughs> I think we do. And you know, that could mean that he's going to be in the the parks because I remember uh, last time he, he was kind of like hanging out in the parks and people noticed him like, oh my God, it's Alan Menken, you know. So, um, right. So we might see him in the parks kind of walking around too. It'd be kind of cool. <laughs> well, more than likely. Hopefully he'll enjoy that, you know. But um, I think, you know, the thing with, with our D23 is it's in Japan we have a lot of the the Japanese celebrities, but it's it's a lot harder for uh, the Western celebrities to get over here. So it's not like you know California where things can happen at any moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Or you have like that star power. Um, so I think this is like a it's it's a really nice thing that they're doing for the Japanese fans, especially Japanese fans are such a fan such fans of Disney music. You know, so um, I think a lot of people are really going to be looking forward to this concert. Tickets are probably going to be really hard to get. They're going to be snatched up. Even at the price, they're going to fly. And we will talk about the tickets in in a moment. So don't worry. Don't worry. We will get to the tickets. How to get tickets. Um, so that's for the first day, February 10th, which is the Saturday. And then on Sunday, February 11th. Um, they're doing two presentations of the Tokyo Disney Resort 35th anniversary. And it's going to be a special presentation. Um, we don't know any details about it, but a good educated guess is they're probably going to... This is when they're going to show everything that's going to be happening for the 35th anniversary. So they'll probably uh, debut the theme song that they're going to be using and the costumes for the characters... And probably um, show like video and stuff that you know that are from from the um, the um, archives and stuff like that. So it's probably going to be similar to what they did for the 15th anniversary announcement back in 2015. I'm hoping so because that announcement just because they they paid tribute to so many of the old shows and you oh, got I to love see that. Oh, wasn't that like the best part? That was you know yeah like yeah that like that. That was fantastic. That was like the best thing there, where yeah. they did like stuff with um, um, bonfire dance and mm-hmm. mysterious masquerade, like all these past shows. I-, I think they did stuff with Legend of Mythica as well. Yeah, they did. It was it was amazing. So I'm kind of excited to see because Disneyland has such a longer history. What they'll do for the Disneyland presentation what they'll bring back you know oh, so oh my goodness i'm so like what if they do the the uh, cinda C- cinderella bration oh 
oh, that was so beautiful. Like, or, like rock around the mouse or or the the club Disney. Or, I was going to say that. I was going to say you the, know, yeah, club like, Disney. Like a remix oh. of Club Disney with Club Monsters, Inc. Would that oh, not be amazing? Goodness. You know, um, I don't know. Fantillusion. I mean, well, it, it's endless. We don't know. We don't know. You know, um, oh, we might get some sneak previews of the floats and probably in the exhibition that they do right we might get some some idea of what those new parade floats are going to look like oh yeah i'm pretty sure they probably will do that which would be really nice you know so um it's exciting there's not a lot announced for the 35th anniversary but it's always nice to get a little sneak peek of what they're doing and who knows they might surprise us they might they might announce things so it's it's exciting (laughs) (laughs) and they are doing this presentation twice so it's happening twice that day because it it is going to be popular it is yeah it's gonna be very popular popular um so that's happening and then there's also the walt disney studios presentation um it's just latest news from Walt Disney and Pixar promoting the future releases of Toy Story 4 and Wreck-It Ralph. Um, probably nothing revolutionary there. Probably nothing different than we would have found out in the American D23. Yeah. I'm like, meh, whatever. Don't yeah, need to so, go. Yeah. And, um, and then going to the final day, Monday, February 12th, um, there is Disney Parks Magic. So I don't know what they're going to do with this because it seems like they're going to announce so many, so much stuff for Tokyo, like the 35th anniversary. What else are they going to talk about here? Because it says it's going to be talking about, well, it, it talks about the theme parks around the world. That's so kind of cool. So maybe we'll hear some stuff about Hong Kong. I feel Hong Kong and Shanghai, if we're going to yeah, get so news, it would be released here, right? Yeah, so in Hong Kong, we have, you know, that multi-year transformation that's happening there. So yeah. maybe they'll give us some more information. Like, who knows? Who knows? And then, oh, well, in Shanghai, all we know is they're building the Toy Story Land. So maybe they might announce something else. Who knows? Who knows? But we I think know. this could also, it, we don't know yet, but it could be exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Exciting. <laughs> um, and then to close it all out, um, they're doing two presentations um, of The Secret of Disney Dubbing. And this is going to be with Japanese voice actors. So right. the famous Japanese voice actors that do the dubbing for the Japanese versions of the Disney animated features here in Japan. So they're doing that presentation twice. So my guess is that's going to be very popular. Exactly, because this is where the Japanese celebs come out, right? So, of yeah. course, a lot of people want to see them. And that's cool. That's cool. For sure. For me, well, I'm like, meh, don't care. But I think for a lot yeah. of people, um, <laughs> it's it's very exciting, right? You might get some live performances, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <gasps> that would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See them doing that live. Well, like, like if I watch Disney animated films here in japan like i will watch them in japanese sure you i mean it's 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 always interesting to see how they do it you know Mm -hmm. yeah so like some of the older ones i I like to watch them in japanese just to kind of see how 
you know, how the language differs or just how it sounds or how they decide to say a certain thing. Because, you know, like, you can't really just, you know, translate English into Japanese and vice versa one for one. It just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's always interesting to hear how they change it up. And actually around this time, I'm not sure if they'll do it this year, but usually they'll, um, in Xperia, they'll re-release um, Tangled and Frozen. <laughs> it's become kind of like a yearly thing right now. And um, it's like a really cheap price. It's like a thousand yen. So totally worth checking out if you're interested in hearing it in Japanese. You'll know the story already, of course, um, but it's, it's just kind of cool to see and for that price like a thousand yen it's like you can't beat that you know oh that's true um so that's it for the presentations that are happening um but there's also stuff happening around the area like around tokyo disney resort as well um well except for this one one thing this is at the tokyo's nippon budokan yeah uh they're doing a special presentation of the little mermaid in concert with the full orchestra filming or performing the film's score along with the movie. Mm-hmm. So they're doing this on February 11th and 12th, 2018 in Tokyo at the, the Nippon Budokan. And then it's actually moving to Osaka Joe Hall in Osaka on February 14th. And I bet you anything on one of the Tokyo nights that Alan Menken makes an appearance. I wouldn't doubt it. That'd be pretty cool. Have you ever um, have you ever been to one of these before? No, and it sounds super interesting. It's really, really interesting, especially like as they get to like the climax of the movie, you know. And even during the credits, they'll be playing all the music live. It's like uh, fascinating. It's like you don't know what fun. where to watch either. You're like screen or, or musicians, screen or musicians, <laughs> you know. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh, um, and this is a separate ticketed event. Mm-hmm. Um, and tickets go on sale fall 2017. So they haven't announced exactly when they go on sale. But it, it's happening in fall. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested in going. So that's pretty cool. Um, over in Ixpiari, they're actually doing uh, what they're calling Disney, Disney Magical Theater. And... So this is in the movie theater, and they're going to be doing presentations on upcoming Disney games and TV series. Um, One of the things is they're going to be previewing Kingdom Hearts 3. So I don't know if we're going to learn much more than what we've already saw Mm -hmm. um, in the last few months. But there's a good chance there'll probably be more since the game is, I think the game is being developed in Japan. I'm not sure. I I think, I feel like it it would be. Would be. I don't know. Someone out there correct us if we're wrong. (laughs) But um, yeah, so Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, And then, of course, whenever you think of gaming in Disney, you're going to think of Tsum Tsum. (laughs) Because Tsum Tsum was born in Japan. So, of course, they're going to have something with that. Um, So, they're going to be doing a presentation on Tsum Tsum. No idea what they're going to be talking about i have no idea like what else can you do with zoom zoom like we already have the arcade game and we, we probably have like pretty close to every single disney character that is in the disney universe is made into a little 
plush Tsum Tsum. I don't know where else we would go with this. I don't know either. I don't know what they could possibly add at this point. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe they're making like this online game for the Nintendo Switch now or something. I don't know. It's weird I... because I noticed like a lot of uh, people have started playing. Have you have you seen this game yet? It's like a game where you dress like in Disney clothes and you collect these little dolls and you can oh, go to other yes, people's I've seen houses. It. What is that called? Like Ma- Disney Magical Life or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that, yeah. And and there's an arcade version now too. Really? Yeah, oh where gosh. you collect like keys and stuff. Like <gasps> you pay money and then you get like a physical item and you can use the item in the game and it's an arcade game. Oh no, man! I can't play any more games. It, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks out all my life, you know. Oh my god, so true. Um, and they're also going to be doing a, a special feature-length preview of the Disney Channel's upcoming Big Hero Six animated series. Yeah. So that's cool. If you're a fan of Big Hero Six, it should be super cute. I wonder. Is this? I wonder if this is going out into a like. Like, also in America, or, like, North America as well. I never thought to check. It'll be out. It'll be out probably, like, the day after the event, right? Because it's advertising. They want to get all of this out so that people know what's coming, you know? So, I mean, like, that's the thing. If you're, if you, even if you don't go to the event, like, you don't get a ticket or whatever, don't be too disappointed. Um, A lot of this stuff will be online, if you live in Japan, last year was broadcast on TV shortly after the event. So you could see all the shows and broadcasts um, on the television from the comfort of your home. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, you, you'll be able to see it in some shape or form. So don't worry and about also, it. And also there's a good chance we're going to be there too, reporting on it. So Oh, for sure. Of course. We, we got you covered. Don't worry. Don't we'll, worry. We'll be there first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's also special exhibitions, so they're going to be showing stuff from the Disney archives. Yeah. Um, there's going to be two special um, exhibitions showcasing pieces from the Disney archives in Japan for the first time. So I really don't know what that is going to be exactly. So um sounds like it's something that, you know, people may have seen already in the u.s but it's coming here for the first time so not too sure what that's gonna be but um over at the hotel mirror costa they're gonna host what they're calling from mickey mouse to forever after which is a celebration of mickey's 90 years on screen and then over at the tokyo disneyland hotel they're gonna be showcasing the tokyo disney resort 35th anniversary special exhibition so, probably going to work exactly like they did for the 15th anniversary of Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. We'll probably see some of the special merchandise, like um, like whatever, probably the costumes for the characters. Um, and you know, I, I remember for the 15th anniversary, they had the uh, you know the wands that you could buy that interacted with the um, like the wishing points or whatever they were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh. I wonder what they're going to do for the 35th anniversary then. Like if they're going to have like something like similar like that around the park. Ooh. I think so. I think Ooh, it'll probably want... be like in both parks too. 
Because oh, it's like resort wide, right? Oh my goodness! I wonder what it could be. Thirty fifth anniversary. Thirty five years. Is anything special for thirty five years? Um. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So, like every end, like major anniversary, they have like a theme to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder what the overall theme. Well, it's happiness, right? The happiness here. It's always happiness or magic or <laughs> so, dreaming. Like, like, I, like, I wonder, like, which like aesthetic they're gonna go with. Because, like, like go, going off the, the like, limited, like, art that we have, right? Uh-huh. It kind of looks like a circus. Yeah. Like a, a stage. So it's probably something related to a circus. Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to have to, we, we have to wait until February to find this out. Come on. <laughs> I want to know now. <laughs> uh, all right. Of course, it is not a special event without special limited merchandise. And of course, we're going to have tons of exclusive shops. They're going to be selling merchandise. Um, There's actually a number of shops Um, over at the Disney Ambassador Hotel. They're going to have the magical store whatever that means. Um, and then there's also going to be a Uniglow magic for all pop-up store. So I wonder if they're going to have some like exclusive Uniglow, like t-shirts and stuff. It would make sense, right? That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then over at the Tokyo Disney Sea Hotel Miyokosta, there's the museum shop at the Maihama Amphitheater. They are having the Samantha Thavasa group. Yeah. Shop, which they've done in the past, so it makes sense to do it again. And from what I remember, the Samantha Thavatha, am I saying <laughs> Thavatha. It feels like I'm talking with a, like a, a like lisp a or something. When I, yeah, when I say Thavasa, it's, it's a weird word. It is a um, weird word, especially since it's like made up, you know, it's kind of like, why? <laughs> you know. Yeah, like why? Like T H A V A A. S A Thavasa. I guess it looks cute, or I don't know. It sounds it's, foreign. It, it's hard for English speakers to say that <laughs> Thavasa. Um, anyway, um, they did this the last expo, and it was super popular. Yeah, people went crazy for it. So it's probably going to be the same this time around. I think so. I wasn't a fan of last year's merch, so I'm curious about this year's merch because I I have bought um, a lot of Samantha Thavasa goods in the past so i'm hoping it's adorable we'll see i don't own anything samantha thavasa i just like saying that now samantha thavasa (laughs) it's really girly stuff you know i'm not gonna buy it like to be honest for the price it doesn't always like hold up well so you should keep your warranty to get it like if something breaks to get it repaired at the store because um, mm-hmm. I've had some issues with that in the past, but um, it's really adorable. So. And then there's also um, a satellite shop at the Disney Store, which is in Expiari. Not too sure what they mean by satellite store, but okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> I guess like last year they had like, um, you know, like special goods that were D23 and like some, you know, like really pricey stuff and you could get a preview of like some of the auction goods and stuff over there, remember? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, I remember. Yeah. 
Lots of stuff. There's lots going on. So if you want to go, you're going to need tickets, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, this, this was the part that took me the longest to figure out and to translate because the tickets are complicated. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I guess, par for the course for a lot of stuff like this that happens in Japan. Tickets are just never straightforward, especially if you're coming from North America. Uh, ticket sales are usually pretty, you know, not that complicated. <laughs> um, but so if you want to get tickets, you're going to have to enter a lottery, which is very common in Japan uh, for popular events. Uh, this is just to it helps reduce scalpers and it also gives everyone an equal chance to get tickets because uh if they were if they were to do it like first come first serve tickets would sell out within seconds i i'm guessing or within minutes so if you do a lottery then there's a good chance you know it gives everyone like kind of a fair fair grounds to win tickets um so how to do this um Unfortunately, this is all in Japanese, and you need a Disney.co.jp account and also a EMTG account, which is the company they decide to go with that is going to handle your e-ticket. And both of these are only in Japanese, and you do need a Japanese address to register. So... It's not exact. The barrier for entry is pretty high, um, especially if you don't live here and can't read Japanese. It's going to be tough. Um, so there are ways around that. Um, of course, getting a Japanese friend uh, to help you out with that and maybe let them ask them to use their address to so you can make the account or have them just enter the lottery for you for your tickets. So... Not all is lost. <laughs> it's just a, it's a little more difficult. Um, if you do live in Japan, chances are uh, you could probably uh, read some Japanese or at least be able to kind of figure it out on your own um, <laughs> to kind of like put it like put it in in a in a perspective. Figuring this out is a lot easier than figuring stuff out at City Hall. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> City Hall is a nightmare for f- filling out forms and registering for stuff. So anyone that's listening that lives in Japan, you know exactly what we're talking about <laughs> for that kind of stuff. Um, so once you make these accounts, uh, you go to the official D23 website and you enter the lottery on certain dates for certain tickets. <laughs> I know it's it's already starting to get very complicated. It, so I there's know. Di- once you get to like the different categories, it's like, okay, it's... Ugh. Such a nightmare. Yeah. So I'm not going to, like, I won't go through all the tickets, like, detail by detail. We have it all on the website, all nicely laid out bullet point for you. But we'll, we'll just kind of go over the highlights of it. Um, all tickets come with different types of merchandise, which is really cool. Um, depending on the uh, ticket level you get, you get um, less or more um, exclusive items. And they're all Mickey-themed, Mickey uh, Mickey Sorcerer themed. So that's kind of cool. Um, so the most expensive ticket is the e-ticket, which is the three-day ticket called the Fantasia Pass. This one costs over a thousand dollars US. 
and this grants you access to everything. You get to see all the exhibits, all the shops, all the presentations. Um, and it also includes the Alan Menken concert as well. So that's good. Uh, for you know, over $1,000, better <laughs> include that and it also has a um, like exclusive vip lounge and uh, priority access and all this stuff uh, the lottery for this opens on september 8th and goes until september 14th and the lottery results come out on the 21st of september and for the goods it comes with like a pin and a keychain and a plush mickey and also it looks like a pocket watch they oh, really? don't, yeah. They they don't exactly say what it is. It's just a picture. Okay. They don't they don't describe it at all. Um. And they also have, um, a D ticket, which is a three day resort pass, and the only way to get this is through buying the vacation package, which they haven't released the information out for this mm-hmm. yet. Um, it's going to be done, I don't know, I think in the fall or something. They don't, oh, uh, late September. Um, so there, you can get this ticket through the vacation package. Um, they don't give a price because it depends on the type of package you get. Because for vacation packages, there's a whole bunch of different ranges of them. Um, the only downside to this is um, the vacation packages most of them are only for Japanese residents. So you have to have an address in Japan to get this vacation package. There is one vacation package that is available for people outside of Japan, but the chances of that, including the D23 ticket, is pretty slim. And I kind of doubt they would do it. But you never know. Who knows? We shall see. Um, and this also includes the Alan Menken concert in the ticket. Okay, <laughs> there's so many tickets. Uh, there is the the C ticket, which is the three day three stage pass, which is the one we're probably going to try for. Um, and this one's more reasonable. It's about 170 dollars US or 19,000 yen, so that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gets you access to all the exhibits and shops, and you get access to three slots for shows and presentations. So you can see one sh- like presentation a day. Yeah, it's not bad. So that's pretty good. Uh, the lottery op- for this opens in mid-October. Um, and then there's the C ticket, um, three days, three stage pass, which that includes the Alan Menken concert. So it oh. works. So so everything is the same. Uh, three days, three stage pass. Mm-hmm. But it includes the concert. And this is $236 U.S. So it's a little bit more. So it's, that's actually not too bad. Yeah. To get a concert with him. Um, and then from there, we go to the B ticket, which is a one day, one stage pass. So you get to go for one day and then you get to go to one presentation. And this is $71 US or about 8,000 yen. Mm-hmm. And the lottery opens for this in early November this year. Um, and then they also have the B ticket that includes the Alan Menken concert. And that is $138 US, or about 15,500 yen. Then the cheapest ticket is the A ticket, which only gets you access to the exhibitions and shops. So you can go shopping and you can look at the exhibits at the hotels and that's it. 
And this is $31 US or about 3,500 yen. And that wasn't and available last year, right? I don't think so. No. I don't think they had that. I like that they're making that available. <laughs> they're probably doing that so they can get rid of all the merchandise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we had so much left over for like a year after. Yeah. <laughs> so That's they so probably true. want to make sure they can get it all, sell it all. <laughs> and I think those exhibits, um, people really want to see it. And it's an easy way to like bump up your profit, you know? Oh, easy um and yeah we we have all this information summarized on our website and we even have a nice graphic with a nice grid and everything explaining (laughs) all the different tickets because i know everything i just went over is confusing (laughs) it's confusing i know um so that begs the question should you go should you try for the tickets should you should you bother going to D23? What do you think, Patricia? What do you... I mean, it really depends. Um, I think if you live here and you're like a really big Disney fan and you really want to know like right now or you, what's going on for the 35th or you want to relive some of the shows if you've been going for a long time, then I would say it's worth it. Maybe. Um, the thing is they do broadcast it very shortly after like everything all the shows all the presentations they'll broadcast it on tv so i mean if you want to save some money you'll still get all that information you'll still get to see all the performances um for free on tv so there's that as well but i think it's fun to kind of see it live i mean it's always fun to see a live performance i would say the most worth it thing this time is the alan menken concert oh definitely you know that's that's like your your chance to see something really unique. So that I think more than anything is worth it. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree on that. And also the exhibits, you know, like let's say you don't want to spend a fortune, but you still want to see all that like Disney artwork and history. Um, I mean, how much would you pay to go see an exhibit in a museum anyway? It's a fairly similar price. So I would say that's also very worth it as well. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. For like for me, um, of course, the biggest hurdle is going to be getting tickets, right? That's the mm-hmm. biggest thing, especially if you don't read Japanese. Uh, that's it's like that's a challenge in itself. And Google Translate only goes so far. Mm-hmm. Especially sometimes the the Japanese systems are not that great, so translating can be a nightmare sometimes. Um, so. If you really do want to go, definitely should get help with that. Um, like if you know someone who can speak Japanese or have a Japanese friend, make sure you reach out to them um, and get them to help you with that. Um, one thing to keep in mind is the presentations are going to be only in Japanese. Um, all the like you know all the uh, shows and stuff that they're doing in the hotels there. Um, of course, like you know majority of the people are going to be Japanese. So the last time when we went, I don't recall anything in English except for some of the exhibits would have like Japanese and English explanations. I think that was about it. Yeah, I think the Star Wars presentation had some stuff in English mm. with a translator. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? they might have because they had um like 
English-speaking people in the presentation themselves. Exactly. And that's the only time that you would see that. Yeah. So, like, the 35th anniversary presentation won't have English in it. No. I highly doubt it. No. Um, The Marvel one might. Might. Yeah. It might. Depending on who they bring in for that. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they might have some English speakers and then have it interpreted into Japanese. Um, well, the Alan Menken concert, well, it's a concert. <laughs> um, there's not going to be a lot of talking there. Um, the Disney Parks Magic, it's probably going to just be in Japanese. Same with the Walt Disney Studios presentation. Uh, the Secret of Disney Dubbing, that's definitely going to be only in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, since it's Japanese voice actors. So um, I guess it kind of depends on what you want to see as well mm-hmm. um so that might that might be a, a barrier but you know like for the 35th anniversary stuff like it's it's mostly visual anyway so you'll probably get the gist of it unless they're doing like the you know a big like montage like on on screen where they're explaining like the history of tokyo disneyland like that might be lost on you like if there's a lot of heavy dialogue, but once they bring out like the characters and there's dancing and there's music and stuff like it doesn't matter if it's in Japanese or not. Yeah, I agree. So, um, and as we were already talking about, like it's nice that they have the A ticket. So if you don't want to bother with any of those, you just want to try the A ticket and you can go and, um, just buy merchandise. I think that's quite nice. Mm hmm. And another thing to keep in mind, um, so February is very cold in Japan or in Tokyo specifically, because um, where February is like I guess the low season, just because it's so cold. Like January, February are the coldest months. Yeah. So it's gonna be very cold. So I don't know if if you would want to pl- like if you're planning. A trip. I don't know if you really want to come in February because it's just very cold. It's low crowds, though. That's true. You can, like, everything's almost walk on. Right? You don't have to wait for any parades or shows. I mean. Yeah, so I guess you kind of have to sit there and decide, like, is the hassle to try and get tickets going to be worth it? And then you also have to factor in that it's going to be cold, but it's also going to be low season, so things are easy to get on. So there's a lot of factors you kind of have to kind of go through and see if it's worth it for you. But if you, if you do live here, then you should probably really go. (laughs) (laughs) There's no excuse not to go really. As we get closer to D23 and we learn more, we will definitely talk about it and we'll report on it. And I'm hoping that we win tickets. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be mad if we don't get, get (laughs) very (laughs) mad. Um, I think trying for the three-day one with with the Alan Making concert would be the best one to go for. Yes, I agree. I, I have a feeling that's going to be the most popular one. That's, yeah. Because it's actually reasonably priced, and it covers all three days. I feel like it's in between that one and the the one with Alan Menken... The, the one down. The oh, one the one-day one. I feel that one might sell out even more just because the price is so reasonable. No, oh, that's true. That's true. So it's probably, yeah, both the tickets that include the Alan Menken concert. Yeah. Or, like, those ticket options, I think, are going to be very popular. I really want to go to the Marvel and the 35th. 
and Ellen Menken. And I'm kind of interested in the Disney parks, too. Yeah, me too. Right? Oh, uh, it's so tough. It's so hard to choose. <laughs> no, but like, I, I think those are, that's what I would aim for. Hmm. All right, so uh, park tip. So this kind of relates to D23 in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, the expo weekend is very busy. Yeah. Of course, because there's tons of people. Um, but the parks are probably not going to be as busy because everyone's going to be at the expo. True. Um, it might get busier in the evening once everything's done. And people like, you know, most of the people that are probably going to the expo are going to be annual pass holders anyway. Right. So they'll probably go to the park after, after everything is done. Uh, but that that's hard to say because um, a lot of these presentations go until like eight thirty or nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So hard to say. Hard to say exactly how the crowds are going to pan out with that. But um, if you're looking at that weekend, you're probably going to want to book your hotel sooner than later. Because the like hotels are going to fill up everywhere around the area, right? Or book off property. Yeah, uh, when we went, we stayed at the My Stays My Hama, which is the walking distance to Disney Sea, like a ten minute walk, if that. It's super close. Be careful, you do not book My Stays Shinarayasu, which I've had a friend who's a Japanese speaker, by the way, do that by mistake before. Um, it's it's much further away closer to the celebration hotel even though there is a shuttle the my stays my hama where chris stayed is like he said literally walking distance so do not make that mistake yeah always check google maps first before you book anything yes (laughs) but um yeah it's just gonna be a busy weekend and it's gonna be cold so yeah book your hotel early if you're planning on going as soon as you can, just to ensure that you get you, that you have a place to stay if you plan on going. And if you are going and you want to have something to eat afterwards, I would go one station down to Shinarayasu because Ixpiari is going to be a nightmare. It is going to be crowded all day, like literally all day. Disney Store is going to be a nightmare. Um, yeah, so I would go one station down and avoid the crowds. That's a bonus tip. <laughs> <laughs> we aim to please. <laughs> All right. So uh, listener listener question. Um, this one kind of, uh, again, this pertains to D23. Um, after we released the information, we got uh, some questions about the tickets. Uh, just kind of want to clear that up a little bit. Um, and the question was, um, if I am living in Japan, can I still go to the D23 Expo as an English speaker? And the answer is yes, you can. Uh, you just have to have a Japanese address and be able to figure out the system that's in Japanese, <laughs> as we mentioned earlier. Um, so if you can't read Japanese, you're going to have to get someone to help you out with that. Um, Google Translate is probably just going to be very frustrating. Yeah, especially when you're filling out forms. Um, even if it translate, it's even if it translates it to English, you would have to translate it back into Japanese when you're inputting the information, which would have to be in Japanese. It's very very specific about the way you enter information and about the way the website is when you're entering the information. So be careful with that. If not, it'll reject your request. Yeah. So 
if you if you want to try it on your own, make sure you you know get try and try and get some help from someone to help you out with that because it's not as straightforward as you would hope it would be. Um, one thing that I use personally, um, like instead of using Google Translate, because you know I, I can read quite a bit of Japanese, but sometimes there's stuff I I'm not too sure what it says. Um, there's a plugin for Google Chrome, and I believe they also have it for Firefox, and it's called Rikai Kun, which is R I K A I K U N, and what it is is this little plugin, and when you highlight the um, like words on the screen, it'll actually give you the translation, which I think works much better than Google Translate. Yeah, that would be easier. So yeah, you can like highlight like a phrase or a word, and it'll it'll try and um, translate for that for you and give all give you all the different meanings and stuff. So I find that works better for forms than just doing a straight Google Translate. Mm-hmm. So make sure you do do that. Um, and of course, as we mentioned many times before, but I want to stress that you do need a Japanese address to sign up for these services, which is the Disney.co.jp. To make an account there, and also um, the um, ticket company that they're working with, which is EMTG, and I have all the links in the D twenty three Expo post on our website. So don't worry; it's all there for you. You can go and check it out and see if it's worth it to go through that hassle. <laughs> okay, so that's uh. Episode 95 in the bag. Oh my gosh, Chris, five more episodes to go. I know, five more. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and, um, we, uh, well, I guess by the time this episode is aired, we're going to have our, our bonus episode number seven. Yes. I believe. Yeah. Out. So, um, for those of you that are, um, contributing the $15 or more on Patreon, you're going to have access to that right away. Um, and then if you want to contribute to Patreon, you can pledge the $15 and you can get access to our newest bonus episode, but also you get access to all the previous ones too. So that's awesome. So make sure you go and uh, check that out. Oh, and f- don't forget to send us your like suggestions that for episode 100 because we're getting close and we still haven't figured out what we want to do for episode 100 yet. So we need your ideas, people. Send them to us. Uh, you can send us that along with any questions you have uh to contact at tdrexplore.com and make sure to rate and review us on itunes stitcher and google play music give us those five stars please and thank you and tell everybody about us if you know someone who's planning their trip to tokyo hong kong or shanghai disneyland you know exactly where to send them uh, you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And when I'm not a puddle of sweat, um, I'm also eating. That seems to be my life lately, but, you know. It is what it is. Um, uh, if you want to follow my adventures through Japan, uh, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelge. So that's Explorer 
N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. You can check me out at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you always for listening and um, for following. And uh, hope you keep enjoying the parks and keep exploring. We look forward to making another show for you in the future. Right. Until next time, explorers. 